in 2000, the people was thinking that sustainability was just organic cotton. Been quite uh, for a long time working behind the scene that I like a lot because it's so great to participate in the creation of a new material. Welcome back to Renewn's podcast, a space for ideas and people that are inspiring our world of sustainability and continuity. If you're looking to make sense out of sustainability in fashion, look no further. Are you prepared to buy sustainably? We met Juzi, CEO and co-founder of Class, a pioneering company in material responsibility in fashion. This is going to be a bit of a technical conversation because we wanted to show you how much is behind fashion. An entire world of material technology is back there, which makes it exciting to understand that fashion is so broad and the possibilities to have a more sustainable future are just lying in front of our eyes. Or how Juicy explains actually are something that we as human beings have been working on for the last 20 years or more. If at any point you feel lost, just stop and Google it or renew it. You can find Renewn's Sustainability Glossary on Renewn.com. So really, hello and welcome, Juzi. Really pleased to join you. Thanks for the invitation. Really excited and pleased. Happy to have you here as well. Very honestly, Juzi. We as Renewn's team really value the knowledge uh, that you have acquired over the past years in fashion and sustainability. But first of all, for all our listeners, where are you based? You know, I'm based from time to time in Milan, recently quite for a long time, <laughs> but these are <laughs> exceptional cases. The fashion capital. So tell us a little bit about your career. I've been working all my professional life, so we are talking about 30 years, you know, <laughs> about ingredients. You know, I've been working with a really multinational company, working for fibers from natural to uh, high-tech, you know, new generation of fibers. So, as you said, I've been quite uh, for a long time working behind the scene that I like a lot because it's so great to participate to the creation of a new material mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, try to deliver new performances to consumer uh, when everything is quite hidden because at the end, you know, you got the performance only when you wear a garment mm -hmm. and you need Okay, so all the rest is a, what I call a secret magic ingredient. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've started, uh, you know, working like that at the international level. And uh, beginning of 2000, I discovered something that struck me, as mm -hmm. you were mentioning, Iris, that yeah. is biopolymers. You know, I start, you know, I start, I uh, got to know because a company in the US called me mm -hmm. to say, Juicy. We have been doing uh, something really special. We have uh, a waste material. At this time, it was, uh, you know, the feedstock of corn, basically something that was not used for human being. And basically, there was a, a huge quantity of this feedstock of corn. And mm -hmm. they say, we want to use it in a, in a good way. And so they launched the first fiber that was made from a waste. And it was a vegetal waste at the same time. Okay, so it must have been wow for that time to have a fiber made from corn that would go to waste. So what was then the material like? The material that was coming from a natural origin, mm -hmm. but that could give high-tech performances. 
because it was transformed by the human being in a way that it could meet you know these performances that opened my mind completely you mm -hmm. know it's a fiber that has been launched it's a material that has been launched because it's not just a fiber because with the same raw material they built a fiber and they built also bioplastic this was it was the first exercise mm -hmm. on bioplastic so a lot of great information here a lot of years ago, already some innovation in material was happening and we are talking also about bioplastic and a new corn waste material, which I'm sure has had a complete innovation right now and it's completely not the same. Now after 20 years, they are able to get this material out from CO2. So they're mm -hmm. not using any more feedstock of corn, but mm -hmm. they're doing on CO2. So technical wow there's so much uh, to know mm -hmm. that's where i start to think that there was a possibility to do things in a different way mm -hmm. and uh, you know from words that uh, in theory were one against the other the natural and the high tech but when you have a good you know material that is coming from uh, nature and you have a high tech technology that you can play in a responsible way and you put these two things together that's where you got amazing new you know smart solution and that's where i got you know the clear idea that i needed to start something different in you know in solution innovative solution and i started with class basically so amazing basically you took your background in research and putting the value down into us as uh, consumers uh, shoppers really because uh, if we are doing some research without responsibility and without mm -hmm. thinking that you can deliver something good for the human being, what's the point Iris? Yeah, definitely. That's uh, that's quite an inspiring story indeed. And uh, so you mentioned class. So basically this experience um, helped you to realize something new and then inspired you uh, yourself to create something else. What is it and uh, how did it all start? You know, as, uh, as I was mentioning, I'm coming from the material world, you mm -hmm. know, fibers, yarns, uh, fabrics, fashion, performance wear, lingerie, it all starts with uh, fibers and yarns, you know, That's, yeah. uh, and processes to make it, because it's not just the ingredient, but how you make it. Mm -hmm. uh, and now we would say the end of life as well, <laughs> but that is another story that came a little bit later. Yeah. You know, um, Beginning of 2000, I got this um, amazing new information that changed my life because immediately, you know, I have been working for high-tech company and, you know, uh, fibers company. And I said, uh, that is my life. I want to, you know, work as usual because, you know, my agency has always been working with the uh, latest innovations. But for me, since 2000, latest innovation was the innovation that was including responsibility. Sustainability back then? And I know that it sounds obvious today, but uh, in 2000, the people was thinking that sustainability was just organic cotton, mm -hmm. more or less. And so someone coming to say, you know, we have much more expressions of sustainability, like... Uh, you know, for example, recycled materials, <laughs> you know, upcycling mm -hmm. materials or new technologies that allows you to save water. So we're going to stop right here to remind and check Renoon's glossary. 
upcycling, recycling, bioplastics, all great words that you can understand better thanks to Renoon's glossary on renoon.com. Let's continue. For me, it has become a need because um, what I could see around me was really limiting, you know, mm-hmm. the possibility to create something, uh, you know, that could have a, a good uh, uh, impact on the consumer life. Mm-hmm. Because again, for me, it was very clear from the beginning that uh, we needed to do things with a clear focus to change the impact. Everything starts. I said, okay. Now, Juzi, you have all this knowledge, you know the fibers, you know the fabric producer, you know, but, you know, you are saying that the next level has to be innovate in a responsible way. So how, how you can take the responsibility to talk and to make this happen? Yes, really about stepping up and making a change at the different possibilities and levels we all can contribute to, basically. And, uh, and as nobody was doing it, i said, okay, it's, it's my responsibility. I take the challenge. So, mm-hmm. And it started when? You know, the beginning, the official beginning is 2007. Do you remember the year that the economic power collapsed? Yeah. <laughs> this is the year I started. <laughs> well, that's uh, what they say in that time. Amazing things uh, started. So <laughs> that's one of them. <laughs> And everybody look at me and say, you're crazy, you know, look at the economics. But this is the best time because yeah. everything is collapsed. So we will, know some, we will need something different and much better than before. Mm-hmm. Of course, it took time, eh, Iris, before mm-hmm. <laughs> everything changed. But I'm here, you know, 13 years later, where everybody's talking about smart innovation, responsible innovation, sometimes not really true. But that's where I started. I said, okay. If I believe in this, I need to share it. To see how you used uh, your knowledge for material materials for responsibility. I know you have a three-dimensional approach in your work. The first dimension is the aesthetic, you know, mm-hmm. the design. Nobody's interested, you know, in a garment or in a product that is not nice looking. Yeah. Definitely. I know it sounds obvious, but you know, it's really important. So for me, the first paradigm, the first dimension is to do something nice, beautiful, contemporary, creative. The yeah. second part, we need to be innovative. We cannot think that sustainability, you have, you have to go back to the three centuries back <laughs> because we need to you know, live our life yeah. with the new needs, the contemporary yeah. way of living. So yeah. design, innovation. Uh, now we need uh, a, free, a third dimension that is going to be on top of this, that is responsibility. Yeah. So do yeah. you think it's so difficult to do something beautiful, something innovative and responsible at the same time? You know, it was yeah. a technological yeah. challenge at the beginning. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the beauty, you know, the design is always a big power. Mm-hmm. Even if, if we think about uh, sustainability in the common sense, uh, it, You know, sustainability is not a word I like so much just because it has been abused, honestly, Iris, you know? Yeah, definitely. um, Unfortunately. So um, I said, you know, in 2007, 2010, but even sometime today, I have to say, if you Google sustainable fashion, the style is not one of the, let's say, most contemporary, let's say. (laughs) (laughs) So 
it's still a little bit missing, but for sure, much, much better than in the past. So this is a really important question. What is exactly your view in this overused word, sustainable? So what is sustainable? Sustainable to me is, first of all, something related to the identity, you know, of the company that is making things, Mm -hmm. you know, just the product, but it's how the company is behaving, how they produce, you know, it's not just enough about an ingredient. So uh, the ethical part of of a company and the strategy that you have toward innovation and the machine (laughs) that you choose, you know, the Mm -hmm. kind of impact that you want to have on the use of water, the use of uh, chemical, the use of CO2, you know, these are all values, you know, on top of the ingredients. So sustainability starts with uh, companies. It goes to the production, of course, where the production is how you make things, which is the impact that you have, but also, you know, which is the end of life of your product. Does it harm animals? So these are all values that are really important, you know, as much as the quality, you know. And at the same time, you expect uh, uh, something that is in line with performance. It has not a clue, you know, to do something that maybe is, it could be responsible because, you know, you have some of these, let's say, you know, uh, dimension to take. But maybe it doesn't resist to go on the Himalayan and resist the tears. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So for me, it has to be complete. And that's why we talk about three dimensions. Beautiful, innovative, meaning performing for what you need to do yeah. and also responsible at the same time. Are mm-hmm. we talking about perfectionists? Unfortunately, you know, absolutely not. Yeah, we are exactly. here to get better every day. You know, exactly. I remember in 2007, I had something like 10 fabrics Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was so proud because <laughs> when looking at this fabric, they were saying I had a, a criteria to understand the success that was the wow effect. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, were when they were coming to the showroom, I didn't tell them never what was inside. I was just showing fabrics, and when they touch and look at them, they were saying, "Wow!" You know, <laughs> and that was. <laughs> Believe me, it was like that, and I could pronounce wow in American, in Japanese, it was international, because, you know, they were, you know, uh, waiting, expecting something, you know, for sustainable that was not good looking, that was not performing, and that touch, and that expensive, so. I want to get back to the concept of values that you mentioned before. Because that is something very interesting that we are implementing at Renewn. Apparel is not just an expression just of beauty, but about uh, uh, even better values that the contemporary consumer is looking for, that is uh, something virtuous as well, something that is not harming, but on top of this is giving you something more. And now it's it's really... You basically catched... uh, before it even was a wave, sustainability, and you saw it growing from something that wasn't really there uh, to something that now is uh, in the mouth of basically everyone. Uh, And um, especially like what we noticed uh, at Renewn is that there's a lot of talk about it in the industry and not so much outside of the industry. Um, and sometimes uh, it looks like the fashion industry is talking about it uh, 
within uh, their own, uh, you know, borders and without um, also expressing it outside. Um, how did you see uh, this uh, wave going and how do you see this moving also forward? Uh, that is a very interesting um, question. It is it's something that is uh, very close to my heart and my soul, but also about my researcher soul mm -hmm. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. You know, when we started in 2007, I remember that, um, you know, in order to be credible to the people I was talking to, I was using numbers and market research. You know, because that's mm -hmm. the only yeah. way, you know, to be, exactly. you know, to be true. And I remember uh, we had many market research at international level that were saying that the consumer was prepared to buy sustainable materials, sustainable garments, sustainable uh, TV, you know, sustainable, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. And that they were prepared also to pay up to 10% more, you know, in order yeah. to have the sustainable product very interesting we did not know about it and nevertheless renewed exits for that to put together sustainability values style and clear communication that's why renewed was born and also uh why something has sustainability criteria is really at the product level yeah and we have another research uh, that has been done i can i can give you all the quote uh, you know after our conversation yes, where, uh, you know, there are high number about consumer ready to buy, you know, sustainable, but highlighting two reasons why sometimes consumer is not buying sustainable. The first one is because sometimes the style is not something good for the consumer. So we yeah. still have style problem. Yeah. Second is because the consumer does not believe anymore to the communication, the generic communication that, brand and retailers are doing around uh, sustainability. A fresh view into sustainability, I can really say. And yeah. the last but not the least that I think is that, is that there is no sustainability without knowledge. Mm -hmm. So that's why at class we have one part that is called smart tools where we have uh, all the latest innovation in material, in processes, in uh, you know, um, devices to communicate. Mm -hmm. But the second part is called Smart Academy. That is exactly the best way to share this information and to inform people. Because mm -hmm. if you want to do a good choice, you need to know, you know, how to define your choice, how to describe your, you know, and how to uh, understand what you have in front of you. And it's not so difficult, but, you know, we need to be more and to do this synergy like the ones we are doing because uh, there is nothing that we can do alone. You know, yeah. um, the name of class starts with this. Creativity, lifestyle, sustainable synergies. One plus one is making, you know, in 2007, one plus one, it was making three to me. Today is making five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love it. <laughs> Yeah, that's so. a nice one. Yeah, yeah, true. So. so also regarding the knowledge, as you were saying, um, this also ties also back to indeed consumers and the new ways uh, probably uh, the consumption is, uh, is moving towards. So if you had a conscious consumer in front of you and no matter the age uh, or uh, how this person is, what would you tell them? Well, this is uh, for me also a good one, you know. I'm, sometimes I feel very sorry for the consumer because um, 
there are so many messages going on about sustainability that is just sometimes confusing. Mm -hmm. But normally, you know, uh, I try to to build on um, the fact that they need to ask more, you know, ask about, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying because it just finished, but I strongly believe it. Who made my clothes, for mm -hmm. example? Who is making, when I go to buy t-shirt, I go to whatever, ask the people, uh, you know, where do you do this thing? What does it mean, this material? You know, to be more curious, but really to explore what you are going to wear, you know, next to your skin for the next 24 hours. We do it with food. So it's important. So yeah. ask question, more question, uh, and in order to... Uh, to push, you know, also the brands and the people that is making these, uh, you know, these uh, uh, products to be a little bit uh, more conscious about the values because we have sometimes amazing brands uh, mm -hmm. uh, that are not maybe highlighting the value of transparency, uh, the value of uh, um, having done something special that was not existing before from a technical perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, just because they say, okay, it's sustainable, it's a given, but it's not like that. How, you know, the consumer can value a value if they do not know that you have done it. From the designer's per perspective? From a designer perspective, also mm -hmm. a newcomers, for example, to yep. ask as many questions as possible to the people that is selling them, you know, the fabrics or is doing manufacturing, how they manufacture you know, where they're coming from. There are really specific questions. And one of the most specific now, it's transparency. So where these yarns are coming from, who made yeah. it, who yeah. made the, the finishing, the, the, you know, the, uh, the weaving, the dyeing, but also is, you know, which is the end of life of this garment? Which is the end of life of this fabric? I know it sounds a little bit complex, but I think it's part of the value. The fact that maybe you can use forever, you know, in the recycling, or it's going back to the earth without uh, harming the environment. You know, there are two main things. <laughs> there mm -hmm. are not hundreds. So we need, it's just a question of um, discipline. I'm not talking about laws because this is not depending from me. Mm -hmm. But of course, I'm sure that very soon uh, we will need, you know, a, a sort of regulation yeah. that should be yeah. done by, you know, the, the people... Uh, willingness but for sure if each one of us can work together to get smarter i think things will be better not perfect because we are human beings but for sure better than now if i think 10 years ago but even five years ago we are is really in a much much better environment good so for the future what are your plans we're curious to know mm -hmm. well First of all, I think, um, you know, my short-term target is really to work uh, on um, education and sharing and communication. Mm -hmm. And you can see, you know, already the seeds of uh, the fact that uh, there will be a much closer relationship between who is making the garment and the consumer directly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a different role for the store, a different role for the retailers different role for e-commerce. I think it's all good because it's all needed and complementary. But I think in the next future, there will be less and less, I think, um, uh, levels, you mm -hmm. know, uh, between who buys and who make things. Yeah. That is my personal feeling. 
mm-hmm. and now more than ever, you know, because uh, people realize that, uh, you know, it's good to have uh, big players, but it's also so good to have uh, small players that are listening carefully to the new way to, to wear, you know, there are so many different, completely different trends that, you know, can be answered in a different way from new business models, you know, that is the key thing. I think the next level will be a lot more new business model. I think that is the best period for a newcomers to start the business because, uh, you know, yeah. when they started, the designer was starting a new business 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. They have uh, synthetic material, natural material, uh, you know, artificial material. Mm-hmm. And you have just um, conventional media, okay, yeah. um, fashion shows, and you had to be really, you know, with a lot of money to make the launch of a collection. Yeah. If we yeah. look now at the role of social media and all the new area of, um, you know, going to the consumer and materials as well, you know, I keep saying materials in the, let's say, um, conventional way you know things that you are uh, creating yes but we have uh, back in the loop you know materials so things that has been uh, you know has been left in the market and we can inject again in the market in mm-hmm. a circular economy uh, yeah. we have upcycling we have rent you know we have so many different business models in order yeah. to start a business that was not there with, before and we need to yes. put them as sources you know options uh, vintage, you know, the vintage market that seems to yeah. be higher in volume than the fast fashion. So, <laughs> yes. and force yeah. some brands to have uh, the new collection in the store together with the vintage one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. It will be fun. It will yeah, be that's uh, also what we're doing at Renewed. I mean, that should be seamless also because, uh, especially yeah. online, um, also in stores, you can see. Uh, such amazing things uh, that are yeah pre-owned and uh, there's definitely a lot of potential to still be uh, enjoyed by other people exactly so there are a lot of values there are a lot of interesting things but you know you can assess them if you uh, know what is going on because if you do not know it looks like the world is going into one direction it's black and white and it's not Mm -mm. so I think it's important, you know, for arts at class is really important, not just to be, let's say, I think the theory is really important because, you know, there are schools and they're doing a great job around it. But mm-hmm. then you yeah. need to have tools to go to the market in a different way. Yeah. Because yeah. if you do not know how to uh, source, but also how to tell your story toward your target, because, and the target can be really different, yeah, that's where you know people can have problems because uh, you know if you are creating value that people does not get, and yeah. they get just that you are expensive, for example. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we learn. You know, I'm not saying that you know we are uh, the top because it's not true, but we learn a lot because we have made a lot of mistakes from since 2007, Iris. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> So, a few last thoughts from you, Juzi. A lot of people think that working in sustainability means to become just into bracket an NGO fair trade. 
No. no, it's the market dynamics that you need to know. So you have to play the dynamic, but we have the chance now to change some of dynamic that has put the human being and the environment at the center. That's the big change. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And one last thing, Josie, you told me once actually that young people uh, inspire you. Tell us more. So talking about young people, you know, for me, it's really this, you know, something, uh, an important target. And that's why in the last two years, you know, really two years ago, we launched a new service that is called SmartSource because we have been meeting a lot of these curious people that wanted to get to the next level, but they were missing sometimes the possibility to have the right materials, you know, in order Mm -hmm. to learn them but also to, to play with them. And so we have done this, um, you know, uh, e-commerce basically, mm-hmm. where we ask uh, the partners, uh, you know, our business partners in terms of material to give us, uh, so we buy them, some of the most recent innovative and responsible and cutting edge material that we can sell to, you know, little uh, entrepreneur or students or newcomers where they can get this amazing innovation from one to 50 meters. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, it's really a big step because we are, in, through these education tools, we're trying to empower the new generation to implement what they have in their mind in the best way. And, uh, and we have a sort of service that is not just delivering the fabric, but there mm-hmm. is a sort of chat uh, you know, that is always open where they get uh, advice, they will get information about the material because it, I think it's really, think it's important to share knowledge even with people that is just starting to understand what's going on without a proper maybe workshop, you know, mm-hmm. and play with uh, materials and that's what um, the Smart Source of Class is about. That is run by Luca, that is our material manager. But it's there really to answer to all the different questions from the difference between wool and cotton. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That sometimes is is there. Or just to understand what recycling means. And then to play with materials that uh, are used by the cutting-edge brand and designer in the world. Thank you very much, Happy For being with us. Whenever we can do something together to inspire more people. (laughs) We are going to raise our hands exactly. <laughs> because we need the people like you. You're doing, you know, you are so young. You know, your company, how many years, months? <laughs> yeah, it's months. <laughs> okay. But it's amazing. And we are here talking in order to do things together. That to yeah. me is always tracking me sometimes, you know. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you <laughs> also for... Uh, yeah putting all the knowledge and everything uh, all the hard work that you've been doing like yeah since the beginning also where when sustainability wasn't uh, wasn't something (laughs) so thank you for all your work this podcast was recorded by renewed the place for those who love style and planet start your search on renewed.com or download the ios or android app and start building your world of sustainable fashion